0: Hey everybody, this is a preview of today's members episode. If you want to hear the whole thing, head on over to theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button and become a member today. Merkel Media. 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 Media.
1: Media. Media. This was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed, but no one was supposed to talk about it. I saw three long bony fingers reach up underneath the door, curl up to
0: grab it, and then disappear. When he came over to me, dude, he slithered over to me. And this
1: giant comes out of the cave and they're all frozen. And he starts running and firing at this giant. With well, the giant moves, he's got a spear in one hand and he's running really fast and spears... Dan and pulls him up like this. Somebody else, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face, they basically decapitate him. Got closer, got closer, got closer, when he got about 15 yards away from me, I raised that 12-gauge and I blowed his head off. I feel something pulling at my leg, and I look over and there are two small gray entities pulling at me, and they're literally, I'm getting pulled off the bed. I reached my hand into this bush and I touched air. Couldn't breathe and I couldn't move because I know I'm seeing a monster. Yep.
0: Yep. Yep. to the show everybody listening to the confessionals podcast i'm your host tony merkel thanks for being here if you have a crazy wild experience you want to share with me on the show go ahead and shoot me an email my email address is contact at the confessionalspodcast.com that's contact at the confessionalspodcast.com Dot com Or go to the website, confessionalspodcast.com, hit the contact section, and you can reach me that way as well. Either works for me, just get a hold of me. Welcome to another members episode. We have a fantastic, riveting conversation for you guys here today. We have Lewis coming on the show, and Lewis contacted me from the great state of Ohio within the city limits of Youngstown. You see, he is a firefighter in Youngstown, and he lays out the argument that Youngstown is a bottleneck for spiritual activity activity and you know what, to be honest with you, what he said made a lot of sense. And he takes us on this journey of his own personal experiences working as a firefighter, being the first one on emergency scenes and seeing really bizarre things happening on a spiritual level, but also spilling over into this physical level. It's very interesting. It was a great conversation. He even talks about how his wife was having repeated hag attacks and he was finally able to do something about it by going into the dream realm and handling business there. And it really was interesting because we discussed if he was able to go into the dream state and transform his being in the dream state to come back, would he be able to come back as that thing he transformed into? We got into a great conversation about that and a lot of other things. I think we're going to have to have Lewis back on the show for sure. But in this first installment of Lewis, It is a heater. I know you guys are going to like it, so let's get to it right now. All right, today we got Lewis on the show. Lewis, how are you, sir? I'm good, man. How are you? Man, I'm good. Uh, so you emailed about your experiences, and uh, you are uh, in the firefighting and uh, emergency rescue type of industry, and you've had some experiences out there with that. Uh, but let me tell you something, man. You mentioned about Youngstown, Ohio, and is, are you born and raised there?
1: I'm born right outside in a suburb that abuts the city. I currently live and work in the city gotcha. have for quite some time.
0: Because I, I had a friend uh, from college like 20 years ago that was from Youngstown, and he would tell me about how rough Youngstown was. <laughs> he, he, he's like, you have no idea how crazy Youngstown is. So I, I'm assuming if it was crazy 20 years ago, uh, usually evil only gets more evil, so it's probably gotten worse, not better.
1: Yeah, uh, we... We kind of have this running joke that it's, it's, it's 33 square miles surrounded by reality. Mm. So uh, (laughs) it's not a big place. It's just a nasty place. But, you know.
0: No, I mean, like when you, you said in the email, I think you said there's 80 plus uh, homicides uh, when you emailed me that year. And I was just like, yeah, Youngstown isn't that big. And so like for that, it's not, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, I, I know like. Philly had had a lot of murders, but Philly was also, you know, population of like two and a half, three million people that are documented, you know, so, uh, it's a little bit more people per capita. Uh, so yeah, right. I, I, I know, I know about Youngstown. I know Youngstown is a crazy town and, uh, you, sh- you know, like, in all honesty, you, if you got a crazy town happening and it's, it's, it's uh, perpetuating, it's, it's constant, it's always, uh. I would venture to say there's probably some kind of demonic influence in that city um and and you know you can you can say that there's political you know people running the city are just bad people and stuff, but when you get down to the nitty gritty of uh dark um environments that f- uh foster such heinous acts, there's usually a demonic tie to it. Would you agree to that or no
1: i I do agree um and we'll start we'll start real big. Uh Okay. That's a a good I think it's a good hypothesis and I think it has a lot of water and uh something that kind of hit me and we can we can parse this apart. Uh one thing I I, I do want to explain and that will maybe help people understand my my perspective in the orientation that I'm I'm approaching this to um I started off uh over the last uh, probably 15 years would be this, this big journey and this kind of slouching towards things. Right. And uh, I started off as most uh, warlike young men. Um, I was a <laughs> professional MMA fighter and um, I was a, what I thought was a practicing pagan um, that ended up kind of exploding in my face and got me into a, a lot of trouble uh, with, with myself, with, with my family. And um over the course of the, of these practices and these experiences, and, and again, kind of arcing towards something better, uh, 2019, I was, I converted to uh, orthodox Christianity. I was received into the church in 20, April, um, 9th of 2019. I was baptized and chrismated. Um, and so the people understand, again, just, just to have this, a different perspective on things, not just from a, a professional standpoint, but, Maybe from um, a slightly different bent on a religious standpoint, I don't think I've heard any Orthodox Christians on your show. Uh, mm-hmm. Our our baptism is a uh, it's an exorcism ritual, and after you are exercised, you go through um, what people typically think of with a baptism, and then you are you are sealed and chrismated with oil, and the oil is a vector of grace from the Holy Spirit. We do believe in a sacramental life. We do believe that. There are things in matter that are blessed, and those are for our, our health and our working as well. And there's a whole lot of build out that we can talk about with that because I see demonic analogs in the world with black oil that people talk about with um a lot of the, the Gnostic stuff going on with UFOs. And I know I'm all over the place. I promise I will constellate down onto a point. So, in terms of demonic energy in the city. I absolutely buy into that. I was looking at uh we have a relatively like locally famous graveyard and um it is full of very interesting people and city founders there's also the last criminal in the city was hung there which is interesting. Um but all the monuments are and the mausoleums and the tombs are giant egyptian phallic symbols right your your standard freemason sky owners just pointing pointing up right and it's my personal thought that these these masons whether they were high practicing low practicing doing it just for the social network i'm using air quotes with that i don't buy into that but that's what they say um performing really bad selfish wealth magic right because at one point, the city was radically prosperous. We are directly halfway between Cleveland and Pittsburgh, and we are directly halfway between Chicago and New York. So we're a waypoint for a whole lot of travel, traffic, human trafficking, drug trafficking, um, goods and services, all of that uh, coming up through our era. Um, and at one point, the city's population was a quarter of a million. So we are way, way, way down from that. But you still see the echoes of, again, what I believe is just terrible wealth magic, which has propagated into what you see as corrupt politicians, right? Do I think that they're participating in the same rituals? No. I think that they're an unwilling hand or an unwilling extension of very, very, uh, how to say it? Um, just very poor wealth magic, right. Trying to amass things for me. And I think that these, um, this class of person, when they, when they passed on, um, that echoes out, it's a, you know, throwing a boulder into a pond and just having to bounce off everything. And even, uh, even the shape of our interstate that cuts through the middle of the city is serpentine. So (laughs) a really fun fact, we have, in this little town about 1900 car wrecks a year uh half of those we call the crash and dash where no one's there when you get to the vehicle and the violence of many of the crashes are something out of like a freaking fast and the furious movie like you're like there's no way there could be a dude in this car that survived and you get there not only did they survive they ran away so if we look at the serpentine shape cutting through the city if if you know your history the romans built straight roads uh the brits built straight hedges and that was because they wanted uh spirit traffic to be free and unhindered so any spirits that would be traveling through the area and their and and their uh spirituality they would have a a straight road to travel on so they wouldn't get lost they wouldn't get trapped and then cause bad things to happen well (laughs) coming out of this city it's straight even the other direction is straight, but as you come right through the heart of the city, it's a serpentine, and all it is—it's like I said. a uh, we have Columbus-style statistics for car wrecks, so you see this trickling everywhere, man.
0: Yeah, that, that's incredible. That like, because I didn't know that. I didn't know that. That's the, the yeah. Romans built straight roads for spirits to have a straight way through and stuff. And so it's like Youngstown created a bottleneck for the demonic spirits. That's that's a, that, I mean I think whether, so yes whether whether you want to believe it or not it's it the the imagery of it and the history of you know the tradition behind straight roads it's it's very fascinating I had no idea about it, that yes
1: yeah it's uh I think over the course of this talk you'll hear a lot of pet theories I have um I don't get to share these a lot with my coworkers obviously but it's just stuff that you know I kind of noticed being in having been in a magical community prior to my conversion and. Um, participating in in rituals, not with other people necessarily, but in a way that that nudges probability. And from my own experience, and from my own understanding, I can I can tell you, like, if you look at it reality as a structure that ha- that has multiple joints, multiple places, or multiple stresses where something could be cracked or broken. I think people that have a, a high functioning understanding of, of of magic, enchantment, sorcery, however you want to term it, they understand how to push on those cracks and on those pressure points. And so you're increasing probability for yourself, or you're increasing probability for an outcome that you want to see. And that was my participation in that way helped has helped me after my conversion, see all these other ripple effects of how, um, these things really are all joined together. And ultimately, yes, I, I I do think that, you know, it it becomes, it becomes demonic. Um, you know, from even the monikers used to be bomb town, USA, uh, used to have a thing called Youngstown tune up, which were from car bombs. You had, uh, the national guard come through in the nineties to get law and order because things were so out of control. So, Again, I, I have to be clear. I, I don't think that the whole city is running around demon possessed. I, I don't believe that, but I do believe that a, a body is a a meeting point or a vector of potentiality. Okay, so if and you can refer to scripture with this when everyone's confused on if John the Baptist is Elijah, and and Christ kind of gives this cryptic statement well, he's in the spirit of Elijah, right? So it doesn't mean that he's a reincarnation of Elijah. It doesn't mean that Elijah has possessed the John or something uh, ridiculous or heretical like that. It simply means that John is acting in the same vector that Elijah was. Right. So that's no different than, than us now and today. Um, You can see this with, you can do something safe and ridiculous like sports teams. You can see the, the body of the crowd, is expressing the will of the team, right? So when we come together and these, these, it's kind of like a nexus of potential, we can either express for good towards God or willing or unwilling, we can express, um, demonic energy into the world. And that can be through through violence, pettiness, you know, sin in general, but, um, participating in all these ways, like, well, I got to get revenge on this guy. You know, we're right now we're in a, uh, a really bad cycle of, uh, gang related violence that is multi-generational from the West side family and a South side family, where from the fire end of it, we're dealing with the arsons and the fallouts from that, or finding people shot in cars to on, um, the SWAT medic side of it and seeing the law enforcement having to deal with this with, with warrants and things like that, and, and trying to get a handle on these guys and it's it's all an expression of this multi-generational violence
0: so this multi-generational violence uh that you're talking about uh is deep rooted into the history of youngstown it seems
1: uh we're proud of it that's what's that's what's so pernicious is is our pride in that uh, oh man you know we have this uh this really really lowbrow mentality on kind of being proud for the wrong reasons or, or being proud about something that would be an admirable quality. But <laughs> we've kind of perverted it into this, this xenophobic uh, rage at everything. And, and you just see it when you're dealing with
0: people. This was a preview of today's member episode. If you want to hear the whole thing, head on over to the confessionalspodcast.com hit the join button and become a member today.